0: Hello, 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 and thank you for joining me again on Dancing in the Discomfort Zone. My name's Anne Balmy. I am your host. The hostess with the mostest. Don't you wish people would like never ever say that again? I'm making myself uncomfortable just saying that. Anyway, hey, I'm Anne. I am your host, and today you get me. No interviews today. Favorite subjects, which is emotional energy um and you're like uh what's that yeah I think that's my name for it so let me tell you about it so if you ever noticed when you're on say when you're on a diet you wake up in the morning and you have your egg white omelet with goat little bit of goat cheese and some spinach and then you have your apple as your mid-afternoon snack you take your coffee black And then at lunch, you eat the salad that you brought with the vinegar and oil sprinkled with some non-salt seasonings, everything going very smoothly. In the afternoon, you have your small, tiny bag of raw, unsalted nuts as your snack. And then by the time you get home, you order the full meat lover's pizza with the cheesy bread, a Diet Coke, and a full pint of ice cream. And you eat the whole thing. Have you ever noticed this? Have you ever had that thing where at the end of the day, like you had all these plans to do all these things and you just couldn't pull it together to actually have the willpower to do anything? So what's happening? Oh, and the other question here is, have you ever felt hangry where you just, the anger is so close under the surface (laughs) that you almost can't hold it in? (laughs) So this is when you're out of emotional energy. So let me explain. In the morning, hopefully after a full night's sleep, haha, you wake up with a full tank of emotional energy. Call it 100 units, okay? And as you go through the day and you make decisions and you use your willpower and you do stressful things, even if they're good, You know, you're trying to get the kids out the door, trying to decide what to wear to work, trying to decide what to have for dinner, you know, trying to decide all these things. And then maybe we have to have a tough conversation at work. Maybe we're prepping for an important presentation. Maybe, um, you know, we hit traffic and it's a little stressful. All these things eat away at what's in our emotional energy tank. And when we are out, that's when we lose our stuff, when we can't come up with any more willpower, when it's really hard to make decisions, or when we can't, when we have a much more difficult time controlling our emotions. Emotional energy is the stuff that you need in order to be able to do all those things well. And once we've gone through a day of using all our emotional energy to make decisions and deal with stressful things and deal with happy things that require energy, you know, all of these things, even the little things, eat away at that emotional energy. And it's when we're out that we have a hard time doing the things that we know we want to do to move us forward. We just don't have any energy left to do it. All right. So the key here is to get an understanding of yourself. And when do you run out? What eats up a lot more of your emotional energy than other things? Um, What can you do to give yourself a bit of a buffer of emotional energy when you realize, oh crap, I'm out of it and I'm about to walk into a really important meeting where I need to be able to hold my stuff together. (laughs) Or I would really like this diet to work because I'm about to go on a cruise and I have a really cute bikini and I really want to look really awesome in it, right? Whatever the case, we need to build the self-awareness of when are we feeling hangry? What happens when we get hangry that doesn't work for us? And what can we do to build ourselves just a little bit of buffer to get through the day? All right, so or to get through the day, to get through the meeting, to get through that, you know, teacher, <laughs> parent conference, whatever it is to, to, you know, get through the end of the day without eating all the ice cream, whatever it is. So some of the ways that I've found to, for myself that might work for you when I feel like I'm running out of emotional energy or when I know I'm going to be out and I'm going to eat all the things, (laughs) or I'm not going to be very nice to the person who checks me into my hotel tonight, right? One of the things that I've learned about myself, or there's probably six things that I've learned about myself that help me to build just a little bit of buffer of that emotional energy so I can achieve what I want to achieve, either emotionally or physically. So first of all, staying hydrated. Now, this sounds like such a ridiculous thing, but Our bodies are a majority water. Like, that's what our bodies are made of. And when we don't have enough water in our systems, our body stops performing as well. Our brain doesn't function as well. Our thought isn't as clear. Our strength isn't there. And our emotional energy isn't as strong. So just making sure you're getting enough emotional, sorry, getting enough water will help you to maintain that buffer in your emotional energy tank. Now, I know that when I travel, travel can be exhausting. There's a lot of things that are tiring about it, even though I absolutely love it. So I always take a water bottle with me when I travel. So when I get to the airport, I fill it up at the the little water fountain, you know, and I just make sure I make that commitment to myself because I know if I'm hydrated, I'm going to be a much more emotionally intelligent person. (laughs) Also eating the right foods. Now, this doesn't mean you have to eat kale four or five times a day. you want to it's really really good for you but maybe it's just swapping out the fries for a side salad maybe on those days where you really need a strong you know fill up in your tank. Maybe you have a full salad, a spinach salad instead of a hamburger. You know, it's just making those little swaps in those times when you're going to need that extra emotional energy, grabbing the apple instead of the chips. It makes a difference, that little bit. Again, we're not trying to solve all the world's problems. We're just trying to make it through this next meeting without losing our stuff. Okay. So hydration, nutrition, Thinking about what are those things I know? And maybe sometimes it's just eating. And, not, and even if you're on the diet, find that healthy thing that can get you through the meeting while still holding it together. Remember, the food feeds your brain too. And that food feeds clarity of thought. That feeds emotional regulation, your ability to control your emotional reactions. Okay? Third one is getting enough sleep. And for some of you that were tempted to just hang up on this podcast, don't. Wait a minute, because I'm not saying that you need to get eight or nine hours of sleep every night. If you can, great. That's going to help. That's going to be amazing. You know, you skip an hour of TV and go to bed a little bit earlier. I have found that if I read, even for 15 minutes right before I go to bed, I will slide into sleep a lot faster and get better sleep um, So that, you know, try to think about those going to bed rituals that can help you. I did a a podcast episode with a sleep expert. Uh, I can put that in the show notes for you as well, but that could help you as well. So also, car nap. And somebody asked me recently, like, the car's off at the time, right? So yes, park the car and take the nap. (laughs) But Just, you know, sometimes we get somewhere 15 minutes early. Instead of scrolling through social media or checking your email or playing Candy Crush, maybe you put your timer on to go off in 10 minutes and just close your eyes for 10 minutes and just stop. Because so rarely do we stop. And that can help fill up the tank. Again, just getting you through that PTA meeting. All right, so a little bit of sleep. And then the last one is movement and exercising is great if you're a runner, if you go to the gym, whatever, but sometimes just taking a walk around the block, you know, I'm about to jump on a phone call here and I'm going to put in my earbuds and go walk around outside. It's a nice day out. I'm going to go walk around outside and that movement is just going to give me a little bit more emotional energy for when I'm ready to, um, you know, jump on a call or sorry, for when I need to get through the rest of the day or resist eating the ice cream that's in my freezer that I know shouldn't be in my freezer, but anyway. um, So those are the first four. The, The next one, and this is again, usually where people close out on the podcast, but alcohol and caffeine. I know that when I have a hangover, I cannot control my emotions very well and especially my willpower. My productivity goes in the toilet. I cannot focus. I can't bring up the willpower to get stuff done. And I am an entrepreneur. Like if I don't get stuff done, nobody's getting it done for me. And nobody's going to come up behind me and say, hey, Ann, we're going to dock your pay. We're going to fire you. No, I can't fire myself. (laughs) And anybody who potentially might hire me in the future is like, yeah, we're not going to hire you either. But anyway, when I have a hangover, even if I just had two glasses of wine. I know that I'm not gonna be able to function as well and have the willpower, have the emotional regulation and motivation to be able to do the things I wanna do. So on those days that I know I have an important presentation or I have a lot to get done, I make sure I don't drink the night before because even two glasses of wine can impact my productivity during the day. So if I have a Sunday where I don't have anything to do, Saturday night, I'm gonna go with the wine t- pairing at dinner, but I'm gonna regulate on those other days. And caffeine's the other one. Caffeine jitters do not help with, um, with emotional regulation, with willpower. i become a whole lot more impulsive, and uh, you just kind of can't hold it together and focus. So cutting back on caffeine intake. And come on, you probably aren't gonna know the difference between a g- cup of full calf and a cup of decaf on those days where you really want to hold it together. So be thinking about these things. And maybe you know other things that can help you to just get a little bit more energy. A lot of people will breathe. You know, they'll just stop and take five breaths. That can really help too. It shoots oxygen to your brain. It slows your thinking. It moves your your brain activity from that... Lizard brain that's trying to go fast, fast, fast so you survive into the prefrontal cortex, which is the more modern thinking part of your brain. So, just stopping for five breaths that probably doesn't even take one minute, but could increase your productivity, your willpower, your motivation, and your ability to hold your emotions together a whole lot better. Also finding an escape. Maybe it's petting the dog. Maybe it's taking the dog for a walk. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's doing a puzzle for five minutes, doing a Sudoku puzzle. You know, maybe it's going downstairs into the basement and punching the punching bag. Whatever it is, taking that escape just for a couple minutes could recharge your battery and allow you to have more emotional energy as you go into the next phase of your day. So I hope that helps think about that, build that self-awareness for yourself. Ask yourself, when are those moments that I have a hard time holding it together, that I have a hard time you know, having the willpower or controlling my emotional reactions? And then dance in that discomfort zone of doing something a little different to hopefully get better results from your body. Good luck, everybody, and I'll see you next week on Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast.